Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hanger 9. I'm Lemon Tree. And I'm Squiddy. And this is the London Spitfire podcast. How uh, How is lockdown treating you, uh, Squiddy? Well, today on recording day has actually been my first day from working from home. So it's trying to, it was trying to keep the motivation because mm. around, around my lounge, I have what my PlayStation, I have my gaming PC. I have so many distractions <laughs> wanting <laughs> me to play with them. So I've been, it is more challenging than I thought it would be mm. to be like, right, I've just got to focus on my laptop and my laptop alone yeah yeah i've been doing a tech support for the family trying to get them all set up on a on google hangouts so they can all still chat to each other over uh you know their various devices which has been amusing to try and teach your your non-tech uh family members to to use yeah hangouts it's, it's, it's been been very funny um but yeah, i hope that would, that would just frustrate <laughs> me massively i'm glad my grandparents are actually quite or my granddad at least is quite tech literate <laughs> he knows how to do Skype. He knows how to have WhatsApp and stuff. Mm. So I'm able to keep in contact with them. Oh, that's good. Decently. That's good. And uh, yeah, we we all hope here, us two, and at Hangar Nine, hope that lockdown is treating you all well, and uh, we'll have some Overwatch to uh, to keep you busy during lockdown. Yeah, it's it's been actually quite a busy week that we had. So unfortunately, the matches this weekend didn't go ahead. Uh, as the or the Overwatch League matches didn't go ahead as planned, but we were able to get some different matches. But we'll talk about more about that in a minute. We actually a new skin came out. Yes, yes, Doomfist, a Doomfist skin called Thunder, in recognition of the San Francisco Shock being the uh, last season's champions. Um, what's your What's your take on on the skin? Do you like it? I think for me, because this, like, the only one you could really compare this to is, like, the London Spitfire Championship skin. Mm-hmm. And how you look at that, with the, the glasses, the moustache, the little planes on the back, you think, oh, that that's quite Spitfire. Whereas mm-hmm. this, it just kind of looks like an epic skin or a legend. Like, it doesn't look... It looks like a normal legendary skin. There's yeah, not enough it, tying it into to Overwatch League or the Shock, like specifically. You think? Yeah, I think I think you you spotted something with the ultimate uh, of Doomfist. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I was watching the uh, the video that the Overwatch League YouTube put out about you know um, the designers going through the um, the skin, and they said that for Doomfist's ultimate, when he hits the ultimate, um, the sort of cracks in the rock they make a sf on the ground for such san francisco shock which is nice on his forehead he's got like the lines which is like part of the san francisco shock logo and on his belt he's got uh sf as well um i mean i think it's an okay skin i think it's all right uh it doesn't scream san francisco shock to me which is what i really liked about the the winston spitfire skin like you look at that the second you look at it you can tell like where the influences are coming from it's in the right sort of colors you know, he's got a plane on his back. Whereas this is like, I don't know, this could be a skin for anything. If anything, yeah, it looks more it like, could be uh, like World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's got be. the teeth. He's got. <laughs> um, or the Pacific and Atlantic. Like, it's got that purple and sort of gold color that were the Pacific uh, Division and Atlantic Division sort of colors. Like, maybe it's it sort of looks like that. It, I mean, it, it's a good skin. It's a nice looking skin. I like the gold. I like the sort of purpley sort of vibe. But yeah, it doesn't scream. Uh, San Francisco shock. Uh, no, me. I'm I'm excited to see what Sinatra's skin is going to be because that's probably the next like Overwatch League one that's going to come out. So Jonak hit his 
squid looking one which is, is still quite cool i still <laughs> love looking maybe not so useful when you're trying to go against a widow because it's a big essentially a big bulls are like here is my head <laughs> shoot at it um but from the leaks it's got what sinatra skin is going to be a zarya skin and so hopefully that will be i think that that should be cool actually mm. No, definitely, definitely. In other sort of quick news, before we get into anything slightly more in depth, there was just as we were about to record, actually, uh, Spitfire. As put is out, the way. As is always the way. We always get scooped uh, on these things. That that that's what happens when you're when you're in the UK and you're reporting about sort of like an American organization. You know, it's, or it's Korean, evening to or American and or Korean. Korean. We're yeah. in the middle of the two time zones. Yeah, it's evening for us, but it's like early afternoon for the Americans. So particularly on the West Coast. Um, but yes, there's a there was a tweet put out about the London Spitfire uh, moving to uh, Cloud9's facility in Korea. Um, again, we're not entirely sure what this is for. We assume... Um, I think probably for the well-being of their players, because all the players are yes, Korean anyway. Yes, that is what they say. Yeah, for during the well-being time, of our players. During the uh, time of how the world is at the moment, it's probably best to try and keep their players in a place they are familiar with anyway so they're looking out it doesn't look as like terrifying maybe slightly alien as well mm. it's an area they know they know the language well yeah to put them at ease and um i suppose having all that the cloud nines you know staff and support and facility all in one place to yeah minimize the potential of them getting uh getting sick and yeah, to, to and yeah, put, put them at ease and let them focus on, on the matches. And as it's a Cloud9 facility, you know it's going to be have like the best tech you can for <laughs> eSports and for gaming. Absolutely. So, so yeah. instead of being like holed up in the US somewhere, where they'd, they'd be able to make do with it, but it wouldn't be like the best uh, situation they could have in terms of like, maybe the technology they can get their hands on. So this is all. This has been purpose built for this purpose for to get a team there so that they can all play together. Exactly, exactly. Uh, that's all we have at the moment as of time of recording. Is that they are they have relocated the team to South Korea. Um, Fingers crossed. Nothing else changes before this goes live. Yes, yeah, and uh, yeah, we're hoping the this doesn't affect any of the matches that Spitfire are going to be playing this weekend, which we'll of course touch on a little bit later on yes but we had some overwatch this weekend it wasn't overwatch league but as we talked about last week the new hero echo got announced and then a couple hours after we up, uh, finished recording went live onto the ptr so you could play her she is a dps character which i think we we weren't that surprised about really no if you looked at the uh the announcement trailers, she was firing off the sticky bombs. Although she looks like a support, which is what many people were saying, she was, yeah, she looked at the trailers, she was definitely going to be uh, a DPS. And so this weekend, uh, we had kind of, not scrims, but friendlies, that's how the best word to put them. Friendlies yes, between friendlies. the Shock and the Soul Dynasty, and then another battle for LA <laughs> uh, between her Valiant and Gladiators, but with the twist that people could play as echo and oh i didn't i wasn't actually really able to watch any of this mm -hmm. but all i can I, all i could see from my twitter is just how incredible <laughs> the different plays that happen and just it's gonna be a, possibly a very good thing for the league definitely it was it was really interesting i think um 
I, obviously, the we were mainly focusing on, and I was mainly focused on the Echo plays and seeing the Echo, um, see yeah what the pros could do with Echo, and um, we we're mainly looking out for the duplicates, what sort of duplicates people are going to be doing. Um, it was really interesting stuff to watch. I don't think Echo is going to completely. You know, I don't think she can completely carry games. She is kind of a little bit fragile. She can be killed. Um, and with her flying ability, we saw Prophet uh, end up jumping off the map a few times, <laughs> uh, particularly on Li Zhang Tower, uh, using Echo's flying ability. So even the pros are still getting used to the way she maneuvers and the way she flies. But yeah, the bit, the big brain plays, the 500 IQ plays are going to be... Yeah, run, run, them, run through them for me. When people duplicate uh, Rhine, you immediately build up, build up a shatter, and then you like 360 no scope shatter behind the team. Uh, <laughs> it is going to be really interesting because, you know, DPS players they can, you know they can build up their ultimate as Echo really quickly, but they're not going to have the brain IQ as that a tank player would. Like we did see it in these games where a player would build up a shatter, shatter, but. You know, you're playing against an actual tank player who who just blocked the shatter. You know, like <laughs> it is going to be really interesting the way that things go for. Like I, most players I, seem I, to be leaning towards tanks to duplicate. But I hadn't thought about that. I thought, yeah, I, I thought they would just go like for the enemy DPS. But no, you're right. They would go for the, try and go for the tanks because you've got, got the most HP. You've got the most disruptability. You know, there were instances of DPS duplicates um, on Junker Town. Uh, um, Sinatra gets a double post bomb in 15 seconds by farming uh, bullets off of a roadhog, um, you know, while, while duplicating as Echo um, to help shock take uh, the game against the Dynasty, which is the first game. But there was also duplicates of Anna's, and then you've got like two double nanos going, you've got two grenades if you've got an Anna on your team as well. And like that was really effective. Um, duplicating a Diva bomb and just having a Diva bomb explode out of nowhere because it's about. I can't remember what the percentage increase on the ultimate is. Like 600% or something? 50% <laughs> increase on ult. It's so, you, you know, you eat a ridiculous. fire strike, you fire some missiles, boom, you've got a bomb. Like, it is it is crazy. Um, I think it's amazing how, like, the enemy team won't know what to expect. They'll know, like, oh, it's going to mm. be... We're, we'll expect to see maybe a Rhine suddenly appear or mm. a D.Va or a Hanzo appear. But mm. the fact that it's that's going to be so unpredictable... Yeah, and be like, oh, actually, we're gonna go for duplicate one of your healers. Yeah, like even go as Zen because he deals so much damage and can deal so much damage anyway. You'd be able to pit build a transcendence mm. in seconds. But yeah, I'm sure the the co- teams and the coaches are still sort of crafting the idea about you know what is the optimum clone, what is the optimum duplicate in in most battles. And it's not to dismiss Echo as as a DPS either on Junker Town um, between the Shock and the Dynasty. Sinatra opens up with a double kill with the sticky bombs right out of the spawn door on Ash and Echo, like right from spawn. And like because of the power of the sticky bombs and and the combos that he was doing, so she definitely does have that kind of killing power. And she was but pairing well with Mercy more... as like maybe a new Farah because she's quite good in the air and you've got the bombs going down of that sort of burst mm. potential. Yeah, but would yeah, you say really she's quite like a maybe like a glass cannon type thing? So either will change like win you that game, or it might be if she dies, you might not be able to. I think that's probably a good description of her. I think she can be taken out reasonably easy by you know your widows, your ashes. Um, again, much like a Farah would. Um, I think she's probably better than Farah in terms of like her ultimate, obviously. Um, but yeah, really interesting plays. Like Ryan's just dropping from the sky and charging out, and 
yeah, really that weird things. That sounds amazing. Um, if you, all, if also you have in two the front lines on your team Sorry. as well, you just have them like cross charge <laughs> as well. Oh, that, I can just see the images already. It's going to be four Ryan's battling each other. Yeah, um, but yeah, in the in the LA game and in all the friendly games, actually, you also got a glimpse of like uh, team chat, so <laughs> you could see players. Uh, uh, slagging each other off, and uh, you know, you know. Oh, they ha- I saw those things like "Prophet, stop killing me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots, lots of team chat. Um, in the Battle of LA game to open up Busan, there was a, a tour battle for control of the first point, which is very amusing. That's all you want to see. That's all you want to see. Um, but yeah, really interesting stuff. I think the if you want a better representation of how Echo might play, I'd give the Dynasty Shot game a watch. They seem to be taking it slightly more seriously. Uh, the LA battle was a bit of a meme. Uh, the coaches jumped in. They were playing no limits I saw, heroes. I saw, I saw that. You know, they were Go- goats, goats Echo came back. It was very strange. It was all very strange. But I think the Dynasty Shot game is a little bit more representative of what you might actually see uh, when Echo goes live in the Overwatch League. But definitely interesting. Yeah. No, I, you know, it's making me more excited for when she actually comes into the league and just see what it, when they both teams are wanting that win badly, mm. how are they going to play with it? Would she even be played? Or would that? I think it would be interesting to see if she would actually get played. Because mm. not all heroes do. Because I don't yeah. think Ash really got played no. from the get-go when she came in. And it'd be interesting to see what kind of players pull over. Because like, like I said, she does kind of play like Farrah in that she's like flying and the sticky bombs are kind of projectile But the way that she seems to work best is to sort of chain those... Um, cooldowns together in the way that you might Doomfist. So maybe you see your high-level Doomfist players playing her because they've got Chips like up. the rhythm of of the cooldowns like built into their brain. Um, but so yeah, we might know. get to interesting. see Chipso Echo, <laughs> Checo. <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was of course just friendlies. Uh, but this weekend, hopefully, fingers crossed, actual competitive, actual competitive, knock on wood. Overwatch is back, uh, and there are a lot of games. <laughs> I think it was like 16 games this weekend. So we're going back to like season one, season two, where we had the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday games. But this is all across a Saturday and a Sunday. We've got half the amount of days for the same number of games. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be brilliant. And so we start the weekend on Saturday, 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, UK time, Guangzhou Charge versus the Shanghai Dragons. My guidance thing for this, Charge, I think just for, for these matches, we can't base it off anything because we haven't seen them play really. Mm. We've got to uh, look at what they did last season. I think, I don't know why I'm just, I'm I'm wanting the, the Charge, well, I, I think the Charge will just edge it against the Dragons like 3-2 or something. Mm. And then following that, we got Hunters v Spark. What do you think? I'm leaning Spark. Uh, it's not just because of their really, really cool skin. Uh, <laughs> I think they were the sli- uh, the slightly better uh, team overall last season out of these two. Um, and again, yeah, it's all up in the air, isn't it? These are their sort of first games of these Chinese teams. Uh, we don't really know what their potential is going to be, but for now, I'm going to go with uh, with the hangers out. Hangs out, Spark. Uh, Saturday, twenty eighth at six pm, we've got Toronto Defiant versus the Boston Uprising. It's, it's got to be Toronto. I can't really see Boston beating Toronto. I think Toronto have got the DPS firepower and arguably better tanks and support line. Just a better team in every department than Boston. 
But Boston is one of those teams that can just get a win out of nothing, really. So it's going to be interesting. But I'm, it's got. I, I th- I'm thinking Toronto. And now, oh, you get to predict this match: Paris <laughs> v London at 8 p.m. UK time. I'm always, I'm always a little bit ooh, about um, about London versus Paris. I think Paris are good. We've we've seen Paris be good, um, but I think we were before this sort of break came along. We were really finding our stride and really sort of picking up, picking up the pace. Um, I mean, I think we, it's I've, worth I've, remembering they beat us three 0 in the first fixture of this season in this matchup. They did, but I think we, I think we've improved. I think it will be close. I think it'll be tight. It might be a five mapper. But I've I've got to back the boys. Spitfire. I think I agree with you. I think I I think the trajectory London have been doing, it's gonna. I think they might just edge it. Yeah, and then the final game of that Saturday in t- at ten o'clock in the evening, MYXL versus the Atlanta Rain. This is gonna be close because New York have not performed to the levels they probably should be playing to. I feel Mm. this season. They have maybe been a bit too lax. Mm. But I don't know if that was them just trying out different DPS um, duos. And then once they found Libro on the May, they're like, oh, this is why Libro should be playing. He is actually very good. And I think if they can stick with that, they may just edge this against Atlanta. And then following that, uh, March 29th, a Sunday at 12 a.m., so still kind of the same day cycle. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be hard to split this into days at some point. Uh, we have <laughs> Florida Mayhem versus the Washington Justice. So we've played both these teams um, as London Spitfire. And I personally found the Florida Mayhem more impressive to play against. I think they're a more organized sort of team. I think they're a better as a collective than maybe the single pop-off potential that you know Corey has in the Washington Justice. Um, so I'm going to go with Florida Mayhem uh, for this one. Yeah, I think you're right. And then 3 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, apparently, <laughs> San Francisco Shock versus the LA Gladiators. I think, I think you'd be a fool, a fool to go against <laughs> the Shock. I mean, they've played, what, one match this year so far, I think? One or uh, the two. Shock. Yeah, they've one match. Yeah, one match, and they looked very good. So basing it off that, they're gonna win this three nil, easy clap. <laughs> and then at five a.m. March 29th, Seoul versus Dallas. I, I don't think Dallas are very good. Um, honestly, and they've lost both their matches this year. I didn't think they were especially impressive last year. I think Soul have leveled up a lot by picking off some of our best players. Uh, hello, Profit Why and Gesture. I order. Uh, <laughs> um, and I, I, I've got, yeah, I've got to go with the Soul. I think Dallas are no good. I think Soul have upgraded. Yeah, got to go Soul for me. Uh, Nine a.m. on Sunday, twenty ninth. We've got Chengdu Hunters versus the Shanghai Dragons. So after what about two hours sleep? Yeah, straight back on watching more Overwatch. Um, Chengdu v Dragons. It'll just be interesting to see what Chengdu run this year because last year they were the anti goats team. Like we are never gonna run goats, don't you worry? We're gonna play Wrecking Ball. We're gonna play this, that. They never went anything that's meta. So 
maybe they will come out with something that just is actually the best strategy and no one's thought of it so far. Mm. I think, yeah, I'm gonna for that reason alone, I'm going for Chengdu. <laughs> I think they're gonna their pure insanity, I wanna say, will help them win this match. <laughs> and then the other Chinese match of the of the Sunday is Spark versus Charge. The Battle of the Covens. <laughs> oh dear. The Battle of the Currents indeed. Maybe that's what we should call it. That yeah, Absolutely. forget the Battle of LA. Battle of the Currents. Um it's it's so tricky. It is it is tricky. I I don't really know. Um I think because I backed uh Spark, I'm gonna back Spark again. Um I think they 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 were more impressive last year, I think, than Guangzhou Charge were. I think Charge have upgraded in good areas. But again, it's it is really tricky until, until we see them on the stage, how they react with with hero pools and and what have you. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Spark for this one. Uh, and then in the evening, Sunday, seven p.m., New York Excelsior versus Boston Uprising, local rivals in sport. Who do you think is gonna take this one? Well, yeah, the last time these two played, you thought again, New York easy, but Boston did not make it easy for them. And I think they're not gonna help let that happen again. I think. You know what? I'm Boston. That is Boston. that is bold. That is a bold claim. I this is off no logical reasoning <laughs> whatsoever. This is just like a gut in, I, I gut instinct. I think Boston will just come out with something. New York will not know how to deal with it, and Boston will win three one. It's it's going to be the best match you will see this weekend wow. until you see the next match. Which is to what you get to predict this one again? Toronto <laughs> v London. <laughs> as is j- just the way the cookie crumbles, I'm afraid. You can, uh, you can, you can predict as well. Um, but uh, Toronto, they're they're not they're not bad, are they? But I think we're better. I think we are. I think I think we're going to win this. I think. I mean, m- m- maybe I've maybe I've sworn the other way. At the beginning, I was very underconfident in Spitfire. You know, we're a growing team. We're a gr- I think we've grown. I think we have grown. I think we're going to beat Toronto. Come on, the Spitfire! I think I think I think it will depend on how Toronto play in their first match against Boston. Mm. How that will go will kind of, I think, in my mind determine who will win this matchup between Toronto and London. Mm. But London have definitely grown much more than Toronto, it's just whether or not the Glister can take on Shore 4. Mm. The, um, it, it's just going to be J-Mac against Nevix. Who wins those battles will win this match because they're kind of the, the the main ones, the ones that can win you the game. But I, th- I think London could edge that. I think it will be definitely close though, 3-2. And we're going down south for the next match. 11pm, Sunday 29th, Florida Mayhem versus the Atlanta Rain. Florida have looked good, but I think Atlanta, they're they're just fueled by the anger and hatred and just pure showmanship of Dogman. Atlanta will roll through this, and I think maybe even 3-0. Wow, this I think they've got the talent to do it. Baby Bay is gonna be looking good. They've just got so many good players. Erster has been amazing good. so mm. so far this season. I think they're gonna help carry this three 0 win for Florida. Uh, Florida for Atlanta. 
Uh, and then we have Valiant v Shock at, on Monday, March 30th, 1am UK time. It's difficult to predict anyone other than San Francisco Shock at the moment. Um, they're just they're just very good at Overwatch. Um, I know it was only a friendly. I know LA Valiant probably weren't trying very hard. Um, and maybe San Francisco are all made of tryhards and they try even in friendlies. But... <laughs> But from what I've seen them play recently and and last year as well, I've got to go with San Francisco Shock, the only viable winner in this match uh, De- for me. Uh, at three o'clock in Monday morning, though, nice and early, <laughs> Vancouver Titans versus the Dallas Fuel. In this, I think it's got to be Vancouver. I mean, they're but they were so dominant last year. The only reason they didn't win is they faced up against possibly the best Overwatch team we've seen or yeah the Overwatch League team we've ever seen in the shock they just dominated last season mm. and Vancouver were a very worthy second place as well so I don't think Dallas will at all be able to deal with what Vancouver can bring I think it's going to be a three easy 3-0 three to Vancouver that brings us on to the last match of this marathon weekend <laughs> At 5am UK time, we mm. have Seoul Dynasty versus the LA Gladiators. Final match of the day. After a long, long weekend of Overwatch, um, I'm going with Seoul Dynasty. Um, again, both teams have probably changed quite a lot. And just, as with all these teams, how they will adapt to the new way of playing, the, the hero limits, the hero pools, how they're going to work with that will be the real test but i think you know maybe it's sentimental value of backing profit and gesture on uh <laughs> on the soul dynasty but i think i think they're they're definitely better than the gladiators i think um i, I think we've got some good matches this weekend some yeah absolute crackers i think that's gonna be a highlight of the, the weekend as well as uh shock v gladiators i think we've Mm. If it all goes to plan, we've got some fantastic Overwatch to watch this weekend, or catch up on, or catch or up. I on, would, I would, I would be. say. <laughs> yep. Again, this is going to be the first time uh, broadcasting in this style. This sort of, uh, you know, everyone at Blizzard working from home, the Overwatch League working from home, working outside of arenas and stuff. So there might be some production hiccups. There might be lots of pauses. You know, these are just things we'll have to accept for the first week and hope that they get it uh, get it ironed out in the end. But definitely, I think we have some, some really good matches. And yeah, you won't be bored this weekend, I can tell you that much. No, There'll basically not. always be some Overwatch on or some Overwatch to catch up on. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to be at a loss as to what to do this weekend. And that's about it for this week's episode. If you've enjoyed or want to say any, get in contact with us about anything we say on this podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at Squiddy57. And I'm on Twitter at NevetsLT. That's N-E-V-E-T-S-L-T. And don't forget to follow our lovely producer and editor-in-chief, uh, Cam, whose Twitter, he has two Twitters, one more official at Captain Zep, and a more Overwatch-themed one at Camverwatch. Yes, and make sure to get yourself down to the Hangar 9 Discord and join in on the digital viewing parties with your fellow engineers. And of course, you can always follow 
Hangar 9 as well on Twitter at Hangar 9, on Instagram at Hangar 9, and via the Facebook page, Hangar 9 as well. <laughs>